Hey everybody, this is Rachel Brumberger, and you're listening to Unscripted for all things healing and well-being. I'm so glad that you're here for your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. Wellness and healing are never a one-size-fits-all thing. What everybody needs is different. My guests and I are always preparing information for you based on our experiences, whether that's personal or clinical or teaching, whatever it is, whatever walk we come from, so that you can gain a gem every time you listen and apply it straight away to transform your life and your health. Before we get started on today's episode, I do want to give you a heads up on two really cool things happening. Today, Monday, the 20th, at 2 p.m. Eastern, we have the Wellness Mini Reboot with me. That's a free event that you can attend so we can explore what your well-being means. I'll also be talking a little bit about a class I'm teaching right in a week from now. Can you believe it that we're right ahead of the new year? I cannot. I don't know where time is going. What I do know is that a lot of us are feeling really fatigued and exhausted and over what's been going on for the past couple of years. And it's taken quite a toll on a lot of us in terms of our wellness habits and what wellness even means because life has changed so much. So I'm teaching a wellness reboot. I am starting this on the 27th of December. And the reason I'm doing it before the new year is because I don't believe that we have to wait for ritual to make a difference in our lives. I want you to get just a little bit ahead of 2022 in terms of the relationship that you have with yourself and what wellness means. And while we'll be doing some really cool stuff like live content sessions, and you'll be getting to be part of a private Facebook community, Facebook community, private one with accountability structures in place and homeworks and we'll be working on our habits. What we're really going to be doing is changing the way we think about ourselves and our well-being and relating to it. So it's 49 bucks for 49 days. And if you sign up today, the 20th here, you get $10 off with code EARLYBIRD. So you'll go to rachelbrumberger.com slash learning. And then when you check out from the wellness reboot in your cart, you just put that early bird code in for $10 off and you can join me. Registration is open starting today, the 20th through the 24th. And then we'll close registration so I can get everything ready so that we can begin on the 27th. I look forward to seeing you there. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about our conversation today, Holly, my amazing friend and hairdresser and a goddess, agreed to talk to me straight away when I decided it was time to do a podcast. So she was with me at the very beginning of this. And she's actually the first conversation I had him recorded because I was so excited. And she was like, let's get it on the calendar immediately. And we did it like that week. So we talked in early fall and it was so rich. If you take the time to just really listen to all the wisdom that she has gathered from her life experiences. It is incredible. Um, I do want you to know that if you're listening with young people, or if you yourself or someone you love that you're listening with has any triggers around abuse or addiction, um, sexual abuse, parenting stuff um, from your own history and eating disorders or disordered eating. I do want you to be aware that that is part of the conversation. And we do have a lot of language around this and also just our fun potty language in general. So I do want you to be conscientious while listening that you're up for it. 
Um, if you are struggling with any of those subject content, then this might be amazing for you, but I, I want you to know that that's coming. Um, and Holly's made herself available as she always does to touch base with. So I'll give you the information where you can DM her after you listen, if you need something from her, some help, getting some help. And it's important. I, I actually waited till now to launch this because I think when we are in the winter and we're at holiday season, a lot of dynamics come up around issues of substance abuse and addictions and difficulty with food and body image and family members and friends and so forth that we've been hurt by or been victim to their behavior. And it's a poignant time for this conversation. It's a trigger for a lot of people at this time of year. So I was really deliberate in when this was coming out. I hope that you find this as healing and nourishing and full of learning as I did um, on both sides, because I think if you are living in recovery or you want to be in recovery from something, this is a valuable conversation. And if you love someone that is living in recovery or might decide to live in recovery, this is an important way to gather some compassion. Enjoy. Oh, I need, like, I need to find a new hair person. Everyone's like, have you seen Holly? Do you know Holly? Have you ever heard Holly? So this comes up like, <laughs> I have heard, like, I'll go, like, when we were at my old wellness center, uh-huh. uh, it turned out that like five, like five, it was like the six degrees. Of yeah. Bacon, yes. Except it was Holly. So it was <laughs> I like love you. me and my massage therapist was like, wait, you, mm. wait, you also right. go. And I was like, you go. And then I was like, well, our mutual friend goes, and our mutual yeah. friend found out from a hilarious mutual friend came because of someone else I didn't even know right so right. it's literally I think you're the Kevin Bacon <laughs> oh my god I love you oh you're missing me way too I haven't I already have like um the uh, smile cheekbacks. yes yeah so it's so what I love though is like from the get-go you've always been so open-hearted and I feel like when I come to have like I need my hair done but it's like a treatment for my heart like oh, you and I don't I even know you. if you remember this like there was one time so my husband and I, like, he was like feeling really low and we hadn't had a lot of date time and you were talking about something and the way you spoke it and you matter similar about some things as we know. Yeah. And you said, like, you were like, sometimes we just want to show up and like be loved. Don't tell me about it. Don't yeah. do anything except just like grab my hand, put your arm around me and like mm. be it with me. And I was like, yeah, oh my God, you just cracked the code on my relationship it was like oh so it's like yes I leave feeling all gorgeous but it's also like my heart is full yes my spirit is full we have these soulful conversations yes every time so mm. you and you've always been super super generous with me about your story in life and so what we are doing today because we want to share with everyone is like what what is it like living in recovery? That's our topic. Like, what is that? What does that mean? What is it like? What can we, how can we like be in the world? Because so many, how can we be in the world? (laughs) How can we be in the world? Right. It's like the biggest, you know, I, I think I did not, I'm one of those people that I, I clearly missed the book on like, how to live life and waking up every There's day. A book. Is there a book? <laughs> I feel like some people got it and read it. And, <laughs> and then there's others like me who wake up every day. And I'm so grateful 
for all of these these tools that I've now like you know um, that I have in my in my pocket, in pocket. <laughs> that I am able to really um, yeah you know to be able to yeah. get through days because I don't wake up and I'm like, I'm going to rock this day, you know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to be a yes. great mother. Uh, and today I'm going to, yeah, I don't wake up yes. with the, I can trick my brain into that. Sure. Right. Like, well, that's, fake it till you, and that's, there is a, a that's fake a tool. It till we make yeah. it. Fake it till you make it's a legitimate tool. It is, but There's it's also this, this sad element to me yeah. with it where I did it for so long. It's tiring. Then it got to be tiring and it was like all the sick you know darkening mm. secrets you know so then you've cultivated it mm-hmm. if you trick your brain into it you've cultivated something different because it's not fake you've we've gone to a new level it's not fake it till you make it because that was painful part of the totally past. and that makes sense mm-hmm. and i'm glad you said that because i bet a lot of people feel that way yeah so if it's not that then how would you, you know, do you want to talk about that? Like, or can you talk about that? I, I don't even know how to talk about it. Like, sure. how do you cultivate that? I mean, I, we do it a lot in a treatment room in an acupuncture treatment room. We're looking about all of life. And I think that. No, you do that. You are good at that. That's what makes you so good. Thank you. Can we do a podcast next on, uh, on, um, on like how you do everything you, you, you listen to people, you tell them how to sit if they're slouching, That's you know, all of that. all of those things, you know, um, I leave there like when I'm, when I'm slouching or, you know, or when I, my legs are crossed, like I realize like, right now, no, <laughs> no, no, no. um, but you know, I can, I, it, I reflect on how I'm treating the world like yeah. around me, you know? And That's so, awesome. yeah. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. So, but you're also really keen to those fine details too. Yeah. Because I'm grateful that I have these people and I, then my life that teach me. Right. And I think that like you get so desperate when you've been doing life for so long mm-hmm. that um, I think when we're younger, we, we obviously, we learn these coping skills mm-hmm. and you know, my coping skills were, uh, you know, people pleasing mm-hmm. and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, putting on a smile, faking it until you make it. That's really what it was. I mean, I spent that's exhausting. It's exhausting. And eventually all of those secrets, you know, like mm-hmm. I really do believe like that's what ends up hurting us, giving yeah. us that pain body, giving us that crippling, yeah, you know, well, I'm hearing it stays fake. So we have fake it till you make it would be like, for example, I'm super out of my fitness zone right now. So the only way I know how to get back into it is a little bit like, just do it. Just like start tomorrow, you know, or start tonight and kind of like fake my way into it. Like put my clothes on, get on my yoga mat. I wish I could, but that's not the same because what you're talking about is like, no, I'm, I was wearing this. I had to wear this mask and make everybody else comfortable or Mm -hmm. I don't know, make myself comfortable to not be uncomfortable, whatever. Some something that was like so inauthentic mm-hmm. that it hurt mm-hmm. and it didn't, it wasn't like, I'm going to practice smiling. For example, I mean, literally if I was feeling sad, I can practice smiling and the act of doing that, right. Yeah. will send it, the, the neuromuscular experience will energetically move something in my n- nervous system and my brain 
And then maybe that actually might engender a little bit of joy, but that becomes authentic. We're not talking about that. Right. We're talking about a different problem. Right. Fake it till you make it. Where it's like, we never make it. Right. That never made it better. That never changed anything that was happening inside of me or is happening inside of you. It just becomes a complete exhausting wall of yeah. So, yeah. So, um, okay. So I'm five years sober. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm a little over five years sober. Um, I mean, truly by the grace of God, I, I mean, truly, um, uh, I grew up, I like think back and I had really great memories when I was a baby, right? Like when, when, um, I, you know, I had a super loving grandma, super loving aunt still to this day, you know, that, um, showed me that uh, what unconditional love is and was it consistent? No, like through my whole life. No, they had a life, they were doing their things. So my mom had me, I believe it was like, um, 16, uh, 15, 16, something like that. Um, which is crazy. Incredible. I mean, I'm, it's crazy. It's It's incredible. You're right. It's incredible. It's, it's so like, we're so young. That's- I know I'm, I'm 40 I know. and I, I, yeah. I hurt for that little mm. girl, you know, mm. like finally, I mean, like I'm finally able to have <laughs> that compassion, yeah, that yeah. empathy, but, but I mean, you know, growing up, um, I didn't see my real dad, but, and she had married a man and, um, we became super religious. So it was like this big religious competition. You know, I was baptized as a Lutheran he was super Baptist. And, um, uh, I'm just going to be me by the way, if I curse or yeah, like, man. I, okay. Okay. Drop I don't, I don't want to like, I'm scared of like, uh, um, please don't be, I'm just I don't, gonna, well, you know, me and you curse all the time. Yeah. Guys, okay. So. Okay. No, there's, <laughs> I hope I don't offend anyone. No, We'll just make sure everybody knows when I do a little intro, like, Hey, yeah. Beware children. We're going to say the word fuck. <laughs> yeah. So do please, do because okay. if we're not us and I know like for, for listeners right now, like Holly and I are sitting in front of my zoom screen so we can kind of see each other so we can get the recording. Yeah. I don't have like a bunch of microphones. Up, so yeah. It's weird. She's not it's there yet. Yeah. I'm not there yet. <laughs> and it's a little, it's, I mean, like, I know that I feel awkward in front of myself on this like screen. Cause it's not, but yeah. you know, right now we have a screen when usually it's just, just us, but no, yeah. it should be, if we aren't, we have to be authentic because that's the only way we're all going to heal. And, so and get our truth so out. Yes. Bring on the, bring and on the, yes. I always, I always say to, um, you know, we're as sick as our secrets mm-hmm. and I thankfully <sighs> don't good line. and I don't have any, I don't have that anymore where mm-hmm. I, Oh my God, all that fear oh, or like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So be so, you. Okay. Because that's okay. Why I'm like here. already afraid. Okay. Like mm-hmm. anyone who's Baptist, you know, please like know that it's because of how I was raised, you know, yeah. I would see these people who sexually molested me, you know, did these terrible things to me and then go up and get, um, forgiven, you know? Right. So my, my concept of a higher power of God oh, yeah. was really screwed, but I always had that, like it in me of like, it's gotta get, it's, there's gotta be something better than this. You have, you could hear it. Yeah. 
yeah, to 100%. Like I knew I was being protected. That's amazing. Um, but I couldn't really put words into it, obviously. But um, so yeah, my mom, the biggest I think, hurdle in my life that really gave me that foundation of learning um, self-sabotaging tools was such a young age, at such a young age was um, being molested by my stepdad. Mm-hmm. And I was 10 and I was in bed with my sister. So I didn't sleep those years, right? Yeah. Because I was so afraid of um, him coming back and, and possibly doing it to her, you know? So, um, and protecting my sisters, right? I didn't ever wanted them to know that. Like, what would they think if their dad was mm, this person, that's right? so hard. And I told my mom and she still had him, you know, back in the, back into the house. So that's what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. So that putting on a smile, she mm-hmm. was um, a babysitter. So keeping it a secret mm-hmm. was huge because that yeah, would get her closed down, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and honestly, I... I am only now, as of like this year, um, able to tap into those years where like I never could before. They were just, it's like a black hole. In Bla- a total like black hole. Total mush yeah. Mush I mean, and um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I wow, was. Wow, that's like, you can go. You, you I can, can go there it. now and I can, yeah. And I can be like, oh, and now I can like start to connect dots you know, but that's like wild, it, it is wild. And I, and co- I common, I think that's totally common. like, it's right. Like that's mind blowing. We could sit here at this table and be like, holy cow. Right. And then holy cow times how many people are on the planet. Like I know that, that the same exact. Yeah. You know, their version and thinking that. something's wrong with them. Absolutely. You like, know, why like I, why, right. why am I like this? Or why do I behave like this? Or I'm broken, which I don't, right. it's so upsetting, right? Right. Being I can't told. act, I can't remember, that's foggy. Yeah. Having all these triggers in their daily life and not maybe understanding them fully because it's right. such an overwhelming thing. And perception is is messed up, <clears throat> you know, your, your yeah. um, the way that you, you don't trust yourself, you know, because I think for so long I was, putting that mask on. And, um, that's when, you know, I learned to be, you know, anorexia started. I I think maybe I was in, I was maybe a junior or maybe a freshman. I don't know, but, um, you know, I was a cheerleader and it, um, and then it was like, okay, if I'm just skinny and pretty, Mm -hmm. then I'll find my way because skinny and pretty girls, um, people, people look at and people mm-hmm. listen to and pay attention mm-hmm. to. That's what was wow. my, my, that's how my, right. Right. Isn't that like fucked up? It's incredibly fucked up. And it's like really dynamic. Yeah. That you, that's like a, you just said like a lot of things and very few words <laughs> so like wrong about too. our culture, about yes. listening to people, about what yes. people think about themselves. Like where does that and how that leaves people so pa- like either powerless or in a position to use like power in a really on like in a way that doesn't that's so painful right or you know or etc oh my right God. right like or in my my issue is men right sure. and so you know if i am skinny and so i had this way of learning control where like mm-hmm. if i loved so hard then people wouldn't hurt me. Right. 
right? How could you hurt someone who's loving that you, is loving you and this. not judging you? Right. Wow. So the, you know, those years, anorexia turned into bulimia and then, um, bulimia was when I, then when I first p- picked up that first drink, it was like, this is it. Ugh. I found my way to do life. Like this is like, exactly. it was a relief. I bet. Total relief. Mm. Like now I see how people do this life. Oh my God. You know? And, um, and then it was golden and then I mastered it perfectly. I mastered staying skinny. I mastered bulimia with alcoholism, you know, and I wasn't this in drugs, add on the meth. I was addicted to meth for two and a half years. I got off of it. I don't know how, I don't really remember, you know, those days. Um, but by the grace of God, but, um, I got off of meth and I, lost a lot of teeth. And I was grateful that I had four parents that kind of heard what was going on when I was in high school that took over and kind of let me live with them and kind of exchanged me when it was convenient, but it worked. And thankfully I graduated and started doing hair and I don't really, honestly, I don't, it's funny people that will listen to this, who know Tony Anders and Kenneth and Sherry, they were the ones at that time that um, saw more than and me. I think. I mean, because I was skin and bones, mm-hmm. I really didn't have the drive for hair um, until they got me with this man, Alessandro Mandrini, and I was, you know, his yes. right hand. I was. It was amazing, and so then my whole perception wow. and shift changes too hair became my world. Thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Cause I look at people that have that work and have jobs and I'm like, Oh, for you, <laughs> you know, like that's my, well, that's the thing, right. You know, like if you have a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That old Yeah. It's saying. so true. It's I totally pray true. for my children. I pray yes, for my children. That they, yeah. Right. They find what they love. Yeah. So isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, how one person can make a difference in yes. your life and how good or bad. Mm-hmm. right yes good or bad both it's that is that is or amazing both. or both or both yeah. look at yeah good or bad or both we could have a relationship that's both totally. and that's incredibly confusing yes people. and I think a lot uh, yeah. yeah I mean and I think it's by these things you know people coming out mm-hmm. and telling their story and talking about it mm-hmm. um me being able to say that to you gave me the strength when I saw the Michael Jackson interview Mm -hmm. and the two men came out and one of them Mm -hmm. said, I, I was a child. I loved him. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I was a child Mm -hmm. and I loved, I didn't, you don't know any better. So it becomes confusing when you're an adult because you're like, well, but I, I kind of did love this man at one point. I yeah. wanted him to adopt me. Yeah. Like we would talk about him yeah. adopting me all the time. And then I would do something bad and he would say, no, like this isn't the time. And so that. So confusing. So, so degrading. Absolutely. So I think it's painful as a down, child. Right. Upside down. People's universe. You just like who would know which way is up or down. Right. Who would know? Nobody would know. Sometimes I, I, no, I, I still don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm an adult. <laughs> I don't know if I always know which way is up or down either, but that it, right? it gets this like added layer. It's mm-hmm. so, so confusing for people. It is. It is. But, um, but yeah. Okay. So 
Yeah. Then, um, so I'm still bulimic. Um, I struggle with it. Um, not as much as I, I mean, not at all like I did before. Mm. Um, I can't like, cause we've known each other for so long Yeah, and not everybody knows you. Like I know you and we yeah. have listeners that don't know you. And I'm like, that's so fucking brave. You just said all that shit. <laughs> I love you. That's okay. But that's like, that's, that's, that took, I know that's taken like an incredible. Oh my God. Like, I, I didn't know people could do it <clears> until <throat> someone's until I saw someone say it. Right. Like, so my sponsor who is absolutely a gift, right. Um, she sat in my chair and I said, I just want to hear your story. Yeah. And, um, I'm not going to talk. I just want you to tell me your story mm-hmm. as if we were in an mm-hmm. AA meeting and she sat down and said, you know, I'm so-and-so I I'm a recovering drug addict, alcoholic and bulimic bulimic. Yeah. And that was the first time I've ever heard a gorgeous, thin, beautiful, strong woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say I'm bulimic. And I'm like, Oh my God, she said it. And I, you know, (laughs) and so then it's like, uh, she gave me permission. It's a permission. slip. I feel like every time somebody hears someone speak their truth, whatever, we don't have to pressure anybody. It's not like pressuring. It's like when I'm capable of sharing this thing into a listening of love, I give somebody else permission to be it's so true even if they're not in the room a hundred percent it's like the center but that's Mm. huge like you just shared stuff like thank you like I love you like that's your that's like your life that you just offered thank you well I I mean I just hope you know one of the I mean you know all I can do is share experience well, strength and hope right and, and you, you also you share not like you've shared I've I've reached out and been like I know someone who needs help what do I do you know you get me the resources you offer to speak with them so it's not I mean you do a lot more than the sharing is massive and you and that it's su- it's super generous thank you I, I mean I just want also everyone to know I was crippled with anxiety right before you came right we talked yeah we were right? texting texting and love notes about it yes because <laughs> it's and and I still I'm like oh my god we're on this camera <laughs> yes it's I I completely um you know I at 40 years old um heard Glennon Doyle's podcast on anxiety mm-hmm. and that was the first time in my life that I could recognize oh I have anxiety. Like this is right. I'm reading about, I, yeah. And and I'm sober enough to say, Mm -hmm. oh, like, this is what it feels like. This is anxiety. What did I do to, yeah, I can pinpoint it And I can hang out with it. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Now we hang out with it. Right. It's not like, let me find, I'm going to just find it clamoring anybody any human could do this and I would have all the compassion in the universe and we've all done I've done it It was like clamoring for something to make that better what will make mm-hmm. me not feel like this right and that I was to why I texted you right. right and instead it's like let's just but the it. other would have been the self-sabotaging sure. right which is I can't do this I gotta cancel right and you know and my sponsor would say that's okay right mm-hmm. like that's it's okay that like is. that that would be um, the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I, and I do love, love, um, this belief 
And there is a rock and I'm still trying to look for it where like you hold it and meditate with. Uh And the whole baseline of that is, um, you know, we are, our, our journey, our pathway. Yes, it's wide. Right. But it's already planned. Like this day has already been planned for us. You know, like oh, it, yeah. us being here doing this it's right the, now. It's in the, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody listening to this in the blue wherever. Yeah. And I, it takes so much like pressure from me of being perfect, of looking Ooh, right. You know, like it do, doesn't matter, yeah. you know, like, yeah, yeah. and, and it always ends up being okay. It you know, actually, but, and I'm really grateful that you tolerate me and you tolerate like, and well, you, you're like oh my god where you're like so nurturing you're like it's okay we'll just hang out and if it works it works it's something thank you well we gotta flow yeah like it doesn't in my life it uh i've not really been able you just can't i don't know i'm like if i no one can see it i'm like pounding yeah. my fist into my hand it's like that doesn't work banging my head against the wall isn't gonna make the wall go away right so we just gotta figure out how to be like Hang out with the wall. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. It's hard. I feel like you're way better at that than I am. Maybe sometimes, but I'm thinking no. People who read people who <laughs> as read in not books, better than you. I'm like, maybe I'm good at it sometimes. Not better than you. Maybe yeah. I'm good at it sometimes, and I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know there that I ever can like do that without being mindful of like doing it. Does that it's, make sense? And I I I think so. But <laughs> I think we're like, all like training our mi- mindfulness, like sometimes I'm not like that. You know, we've talked about mothering and like mm-hmm. where we run into our stuff and parenting. I run into it as a mom and I'm like, ah, parenting. Yeah. and I'm like, this is the best gift I could ever be given to have this little person in my life. And also we're like totally in a battle of wills a lot. And then I'm not at all cool. And I'm totally banging my head against the wall. I mean, parenting is ne- some next level shit. Next level shit. It is so that was the most humbling. It is humbling. It is yeah. like, oh, oh let God. me put all of your character defects in front of your face and see how you handle it. Here's the mirror. Yes. And it's not just the mirror. I'm gonna give you like seven of them. Just yes. all of them because it's gonna be like my kid is holding up the mirror, then she is the mirror. Yes. And then I'm like hearing myself it's painful and it's like being in a fun house. Yeah. It's I like mean, the bad mirror in the fun house. It's yes, like, it is. It's so true. And it's and also it's amazing. It's amazing. Like, right. I mean, well, I'm getting when I, you can do it, like when, yes. when you can take that pause and like when the growth happens and you get through it, which reality, if you're trying yeah. happens a lot, right? Yes. Like if, yes. if you, yes. Yes. you can yes. have yes. a lot of those moments, yes. but it's like, uh, you, you just have to keep going yeah. it just it never ends. No. It's accepting that it never, never. ever, ever, it's ever ends. Never. Yes. It's yeah. a continual. Yeah. They're always going to need us. They're the always going to be looking up to us. Uh-huh. And yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. Not, it's like an, it's a remarkable experience and it's like, su- it is super humbling. I've been really humbled lately by that. Like extra. Yeah. My, like I just found out I was saying, <laughs> actually, I think this will lead us into a nice segue, but <laughs> I, um, I thought I was doing a decent job of repair, you know, like where I, I fucked up as a human to my child. She was like, what you did also upset. Oh yeah. Well, this is what happened. Usually what happens is there's like some kind of breakdown and I try, I'm like, 
Usa, Usa. And then I'm like, ah, and then we're both screaming. And yeah. And then like later I come a little, little later or a lot, both laters. I do it probably multiple. They come back and I'm like, that was, I didn't, uh, I, I didn't do that great. And I'm sorry. And, and you admit saying, it. That's the one it. thing, right? Well, they say it's all about repair. So here I was like, okay, well, at least we're doing repair. <laughs> I'm doing it. And so <laughs> she tells me the other day, she's like, you blame me for everything. And I was like, oh my God. And here's the thing, because what's <laughs> triggering for me about this is like, I am in a learning about like what blame looks like from my, like from my generational experience. And then I've been looking at that in my upbringing, like, where do we point fingers and how does that work? And like, then how am I people pleasing and how does that work? Oh, wow. So I've been like tearing away at this for, especially this year. And I had seen it because Matt, my husband, yeah, right. he, he would say like, why are you he's like, it's like you, you asked me a question and you're coming at me. Like I'm guilty, guilty already. And I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. So this is oh, going. So I've right. already been looking at that for years in my marriage. And now I'm saying, okay. So I'd noticed it. And my daughter does it a little bit too. And so we've been talking about it in our family unit. And when she said that, I was like, Oh no. Like I, so I said to her, cause I had noticed it too. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. Exactly. I'm trying to heal. Like totally. Well, so out. you have to find like different ownership. Well, I think I do. I don't know. Yeah. So then I said to her, hold on. Yes, you're right. Like I, I have a thing about that. We've been talking about it. So I was like, interesting hearing it from her. And then I said, right. This little person, this tiny, who tiny, is tiny, absolutely massive universe. Yes. <laughs> and then she, She's like, I'm like, hey, I have some follow-up questions. And she's like, okay. Yeah, I did. I was like, can I ask this? I love you? you for this. This is so helpful. I was like, wait, I, you feel blamed. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, can I ask you some things? And she let me. <laughs> You're amazing. Oh, thank. I don't know. I said, I said, um, how do I say it? I'm like, um, so I I hear you because I, I do do that and I'm really practicing and thank you for letting me know. And then I said, and I've been really practicing attempting to like, make sure, you know, I'm sorry when I really mess up, like, and come back to you and do that repair. So, you know, that it's not you. Right. And she's like, mm, kind of like big eyes looking at me. Okay. And I was like, is that working? <laughs> you know, I was like, do you, is it, ha- do you know, like, like, do you know how much I love you? you? It was like, do you know how much I love you? Because I told her all the time, but I was like, it was also like, do you, do you get my apology? I'm not sure. Maybe mm, the repair isn't working. Cause I, I heard see. it. And I was like, hold on a second. So then I'm like, right. Did, do you, does that work? Yeah. Like, when I mess up, I was like, because we're also having a lot of conversation in our house about responsibility and like being responsible for ourselves and our actions right? and not putting those on other people. Right. So when she said that, I was like, Oh, I like gripped in and I'm like, hold on. When I have, when I have messed up and come back to you and said, I was sorry and tried to explain and and repair it. And then not just explain what I did, but just like Mm -hmm. tell you that I messed up. Is that working? She's like, not really. And I was like, what? Okay. Cause this is the thing I'm like, she'll be like 40 telling her. And then I was like, okay, tell me more about that. And she said, well, you, you do do it. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, but then you tell me, then you continue to explain 
how that happened and how I was wrong and you were wrong. And then it's like, you're blaming me anyway. And I was like, oh, wow. She's right. Oh, that's so amazing. It was amazing. And it was incredibly insightful. And also I was yes. like, where are all the feet to stick all the way in my mouth right wow, now? Wow. Right. I mean, yeah. I I was like, oh. And then I went back to my husband and I was like, yes, what she said. And he was like, yeah. He's like, maybe we should untangle those. And I was like, holy. And we always, fuck. I feel like I get so emotional with, you know, when I, I mean, every night I apologize. I mean, mm-hmm. my purpose is if I'm not a good mother, like I, I want out. And, and yeah. I really think like there's something in my brain and I haven't evolved yet to, you know, that makes me think I can check out. Like, I'm just going to take a pill and, and I'm going to be out of this world. Like, do I, you I don't think that that is part of this conversation. Yeah. Does that come with that? Answer? Yeah. 100%. I think that like, um, getting hit. Well, for me, it was getting my rock bottom, Yeah, you know, um, was so bad that, you know, the, the prior to those three days, there wasn't, I mean, I drank all the, the alcohol a body could consume. I did mm-hmm. so many, you know, eight balls until, and, and I just kept waking up. So the insanity, That's, isn't that, a, I would just kept getting terrible. Mindfuck. Yeah. It was terrible. So it's when it didn't work, it was like, okay, well, now so what? like now what, you know, and That's never did I ever think I was I was a survivor, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I always accounted myself as a survivor, not you don't, you know, and a martyr is my mother, right? Like I'm not going to be one of those, but how funny being a, I was a martyr just, well, in just a different way, right? It's different side, same point. Yeah. And yeah. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, talking about the blame, isn't it funny because I was trying to think of different, um, so like blame to your child, mm-hmm. right. Is a simple fix that you can, you were willing to like, listen, to hear, to talk about it with her. And there's something that happens when that happens, right. but, but when it's something like sexual abuse, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. And you are later on in your life trying to figure out who's to blame. How did that happen? Right. Where do I point the finger? Yeah. Is there a finger? Is there a finger to point? Right. Where does it go? What was my part? Right. Like what? And then the program you, I had such a hard time. I mean, it took me four years to do the steps to, to do, to get to step four, because when you get to step four, you have to um, put down the people that hurt you yeah. um, and you have to, you know, talk about it with your sponsor. That's kind of like the mm-hmm. fifth step. I think you were talking. I think we talked and about I didn't about want And then you have to apologize. You were, like, you were locked. You were in a lot. I remember us saying you were like, I'm caught on a step. I yeah. remember we talked about yes. that. I think this was actually early in COVID. It was like maybe the first time I yes. seen you. Yes, COVID, it we were been. all like, Yes, bringing all the things down, right? Yes. But it was like, um, I think you said that. I think you were talking about how you were just bumping up against. Oh my God. So step. this is actually an incredible story. Mm-hmm. I am, I, I'm like, do we have time? For I this? don't know, but let's tell it. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I, two years ago, I got Guillain-Barre, mm-hmm. um, GBS, 
Um, it's talked about a lot now with COVID, you know, cause they're relating it yes. together, but I pretty much, I woke up and I was paralyzed from the neck down. Um, and, and that is a, it's a viral thing for anyone who's not heard that it's like this unbelievable one out of a hundred thousand. It's very peculiar. And it yeah. takes over your kind of whole nervous system. And, and people die, like you die from it. And I don't know how, I mean, it was one, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me, like going through that whole experience, you know, and again, clearly I'm one of the lucky ones, but in that time when I was in um, the recovery place, eight years, my mom shows up with a potted plant and she's standing at the door. And the eight years, I mean, it had been eight years since I told her, I want nothing to do with you. I do not want to know when you, when you die, like Like, I'm I'm done, we're We're done. done. This is it. And she knew it. I mean, she knew it and, um, and never did I. And because I finally came around to, oh, wait, she's as sick as he is right? They're still together. Right. If somebody did that to my child, yeah, I can't even go there. We're not going to go there. So yeah. Okay. But I did. So right before that, I did my fourth step with my sponsor and I did it just on my mom because Mm -hmm. everyone else, it was, everything was just too much. And when I got to the very end, I realized I didn't want to do it because I was so afraid I was going to figure out that um, I was going to be blamed for everything and that, um, she, and she, I would come around to her never, she, she never wanted me. She didn't, she the, really didn't love ability. me. Yeah. I remember this. We yeah. talked a bit about it, but I don't yes. think I've heard you tell me it this way, but I remember yeah. that you talked about to me, we were chit-chatting with you. Yeah. That, like, yes. Cause you fixed me that. Yeah. I'll fix that in that time. You do it yourself. That's all your teeth. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I believe wow. that it's you, but yeah. Um, but, and so yeah. I, I cried and I cried like an animal once it's I got it so out. Primal. I was like uh, just a flush of getting just and talking about it to someone. Like there's one thing about putting it on paper. It's another to like sit like this and And share. Yeah. And, and hear you say it. Right. So I was ready to go. I was like, I'm going to forgive her. I just, cause I want to be done. I want to move on. I thought that was the, that was going to, and I'm going to, as if that will actually make some demarcation in my yeah. healing journey. This is the one, yeah. I'm not going to be, bulim- yeah. And then I'm not going to be bulimic anymore because it's going to fix exactly. Exactly. That's really what I thought. Mm-hmm. And my sponsor's like, and I was ready to go to, you know, Norfolk where she lives. And my sponsor's like, absolutely not. Wow. You know, um, who's going to be there to hold you when you are done, who is going to be there for you to, you know, to cry if you need to cry. Um, and, and I didn't see that part. Yeah. I, you know, I wanted, you were in it. I was so in it. So I didn't then GBS hit, I'm in the hospital and she shows up with a potted plant oh and something, ha- something happened. And it was, I just said, she's all yours, God. She's all yours. And I'm sitting backseat to this ride, right? Like, I mean, what? what could my, I have possibly my done are popping right like, like it was what? just like I have no control over this that's surrender and I want to love right because yeah. that's that is that is who you are 
I, it's so much easier, right? Mm. It's so much easier. Um, and so she sat there and I, um, I mean, it was very interesting. I mean, she brought up rich, which is my stepdad. And I asked her, please don't do that again. Mm-hmm. I, I was able to, in a calm, lovingly set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked her to go home. And when that happened, um, she sat on the end of my bed and rocked me like a little baby. Oh and we both God. cried and told each other that we loved each other and, um, and everything is okay. Because wow. it was for that moment, right? Sure. Even though I had boundaries, like she's never going to meet my kids. She's never going to be a part of my life, but I don't wish her dead. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, she's oh, not my problem okay. anymore. And um, I haven't really talked to her since we, we text occasionally, but there's a relief that's release. Would you call, what do you like, would you say, because there's a forgiveness element in recovery, I understand. Yeah. And there's surrendering mm-hmm. and oh it sounds gosh, like yeah. some re- re- leads to some release or I don't want to miss say it. Like, I don't want to misspeak. He I don't want to like, put Rachel into it, but like, well, it's will to me, it's will, right? Like, yeah. Like I turned my will over and that's when yes, things happened that, well, the way they is, were supposed to. That's the actual definition of surrender, right? Yeah. That I've, and actually, they but are, before it would have been my doing, right? Mm-hmm. I would have showed up on her front doorstep. Right. I so would have made going, yeah, like being a human doing instead of a human being. Where I'm yes. a, okay, so we have. Oh, that. I love that's human not doing. That. I wish that was mine. It is not. Well, I am not in I, school, but it's like, was, it is. It's like yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna human do this. I'm gonna do it, and yes. instead, it's like no. And I actually do think like up again. I, I well, and we could talk, you know, near dying things some other time. But yeah. Like, there's a, there is actually like a realizing that it's totally like the whole so, thing is completely out of my control. Right. Completely, completely, completely false that I have any, the only any that I have is m- my response to life. And I wish that I could circumstance. wake up and like, I mean, I don't have that every day. Yeah. Right. I always want my will. I always want things today. I did it. I wanted fresh fruit. I wanted vegetables with ranch dressing out. I wanted a certain lighting for you. I needed you to feel comfortable. And then I realized I, that was all for me. So I can, I do that too. It's like, so I can feel comfortable in this, in having you feel okay. Yeah. There's or yes. something. Yes. Like, totally. I get that. I get that. But then I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I was so crippled. I was shaking. And my boys actually came in and yes. were like, you know, and it's just amazing when you sit back seat. Right. And I pray every morning. It's one of my tools. I roll on my knees and I God get into my thoughts before you, before I do, you know, I love that prayer. Yeah. Well, talk about like, I love your boys came over, like talk about being a parent and being in recovery and raising a generation of people. Oh my God. If you can, or if you want yeah, to, I mean, step, skip I mean, I can next. tell you what I've like, I mean, my children, um, grew up with me, mm-hmm. uh, them sitting on the floor, uh, eight meetings a day, wow. m- eating McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, that was my, uh, at that time, all I could do. I couldn't go into recovery from my situation. Like, um, and I was stuck being a single parent with three children. And it was like, 
those rooms and the way people talked was the first time I, I didn't, I was terrified to leave those rooms and do what, like even, even seeing a green tree, I was like, has that tree always been green? Whoa. I mean, yeah, I'm not kidding. It was, it, it was like being on LSD, um, getting sober because I had never lived never ever a day in my life sober I mean my I mean unfortunately Mm -hmm. my pregnancies you know I would I drank and would be bulimic with that and thankfully I have three healthy children by the grace of God I don't you know it's it's it it's terrible but I mean I don't I didn't know how to do it any other way Mm -hmm. and for that time I've learned to um not I mean I'll God, grace is, I don't even think, I don't even know if that's really the word, but just forgive myself mm-hmm. um, for not, and, and, you know, like trying to be grateful for all of those times, mm-hmm. you know, but, mm-hmm. but they're huge. My oldest has taken on more responsibility than any child. I've put everything from the beginning. I needed him to be older than what he's always been. And just now five years later into my recovery he's 13 and i i can see what my part is in his you know upbringing so when he is you know fighting Mm -hmm. doing these things like um it's been struggle lately i um we recently like the conversation you had with your daughter right it looked, I would have those, but then it, it had to turn at some point like that, yeah. that didn't work. Those right, conversations right. Mm-hmm. with, you know, work mm-hmm. when they were younger, mm-hmm. but now I'm dealing with a child who who's, weighs more than me. Yeah. And who's, who's becoming their own person, like yeah, entirely. And so what was I doing at 13? I was already out of my house. Like, yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah, it's you know, a very funny time. And it was like, it was, do you know how much I love you? Mm. Well, let me tell you, you, I am so proud of you for X, Y, and Z. You know, we don't do that to our children, like enough, you Mm. know, um, it's always, I'm a single parent. Like what you didn't bring the groceries in from the car. You know, it's the constant nagging and things like that. Um, and it needed to look different and, Mm the, the blaming the, I needed to take ownership Mm -hmm. and, um, and working together. Like I need, you know, asking for his help. What can I do to be a better mom for you to you? Because I have no idea how to parent. Right. Well, who we, we don't all come with an instruction manual. It's It's really fucked up. It's hard. And we don't have actually ability. Like we, we are isolated, even if we're in great communities, we're, we're not actually raising, we're not, not, not all of us. Like I, maybe some people are raising their children in some kind of like truly a village by design, choosing people in communities where we're really, I don't know, like integrating in such a way where it's like, I'm doing dinner tonight. You take the kids from the bus, but I don't, I don't know. I want to hear their story. I'd love to hear it. Like, how do they get there. yeah because it's I feel work. like it's with it's, effort it is it's not yeah. it's like we're kind of all doing all the things all the time a lot of, I think I yeah. think that's happening I think that's more happening. so than the other I think so more so than the other and yeah at least in in where we live yeah and um, totally so I'm like how to yeah yeah so, I mean that was the conversation the last conversation with him was like 
you know, admitting, admitting, I have no idea what I'm doing, but all that matters to me is you. I wanted you. I want to be a good mother. I love you. I love you. I want a healthier, better relationship with you. And I don't know how to do it. And admitting. So then he has also permission. Yeah. In his life in 20 years, he'll have that permission slip. Tomorrow yeah. I'll have that permission slip. And he knows how badly I, I, you know. Well, and so, yeah, I think that's like, I would imagine that if somebody's listening and they're either thinking that maybe recovery is for them, like they're struggling right now mm-hmm. with something or they're in it and not sure how to really engage their family members in like, how do I bridge this gap that I feel is there? I'm assuming that how do you do it? It's like, how do you talk to your children about who you, who you are and what you have going on? Like, I try to be authentic with my kid that I don't want, you know, I don't want her to grow up and like, I think this happens because we're, we're children and there's this fantastical understanding of the world. And then we get more and more realistic. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm finding it hard in this decade of my life to see that all of the elders that raised me, that I love all my parents and all my generations, that they're actually also human beings. Yeah. Like they were once us, like our age. Yeah. Like, I wonder if my parents, when they were around 40, (laughs) had no idea what they were doing. And we're sitting here talking. Yes. But the sort of like the, the, like the, I just, it's like, I, you know, you know, okay. Yeah. I was a young adult. Yeah. My parents are real people. Sure. They're real people, but they're, I didn't get it. Like recently I was like, Oh my God, they're real people. It wasn't like conceptually they were real people. And I intellectually had some understanding of that. Now it's like, no, they're, the veil is, uh, they're as real as me. Yes. Period. Yeah. It's not conceptual. Yeah. It is real flesh time. Yeah. Stuff. And I would imagine, I assume like in recovery, that's there now yeah yeah I don't know I mean yeah. is that yeah is it yeah. I don't know I mean like, 100% <clears throat> um yeah I mean you just said a whole lot I mean <laughs> I I we always do yeah I mean you just said a whole lot because my mind you know goes to I mean being elder I never ever ever thought that I would live past 24 right so now i see older people and i'm like are we going to be them one yes. day yes. oh wait they were us I, if we are yeah yeah if we are fortunate we right. will be them right exactly if I, if I have the if i have the fortune of living that right. way, then yes if yeah. that's my hand and and so then it's you know what what do i what is my end goal in this game in this game of life and this journey like what do i want and, and all I want is my kids to know they're loved and accepted. Right. Awesome. And that, it's unconditional. Yeah. We're doing the podcast is uh, the Katy Perry soundtrack, right? Yes. By the, by the yes. Oh and unconditional. God. That's it. That's yes. the whole thing. I love by that. the grace of God and unconditional. Yes. I love that. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Those are the, yes. It's funny because we've been learning them on the ukulele. So I sing. Oh my gosh. How cute. I think you should yeah. um, have that in the background. Yes. But I'm like, those are the two. Those are like, those are the things that I keep hearing is like that, that I, I do that something divine that's bigger than me. Mm-hmm 
that by that light and by my light keeping into that and then just like giving that unconditional love giving yeah, it, giving acceptance it, giving, it, giving it giving it to myself and giving it to my bo- like my children giving it to my to me yep yeah. yeah all I mean all the time right and everything that we do like everything like it is so I don't know how people, you know, I get on, thank God for Zoom meetings, right? For people oh, who are struggling well, yes, now because, that find the room. Right, to date, well, this is, all right, I think it's important to say, like, to date, it is the 20th of September, and we are still in a pandemic. So if right? someone hears this, I don't know when we won't be. With masks on, yes. we have masks. We're in, we look, we we look are, like bandits. We do. We're in the, what I call the, the post-emergency part of the pandemic Mm -hmm. we now know that we can sit at the table and sip a little tea Mm -hmm. put our mask back on we're going to be okay like and we wash our hands enough like we know that but we didn't know that you know earlier we know that now and we don't know how long we'll be doing it this way right so if somebody happens to catch us in like two years and actually we've evolved and to the point about these zoom meetings it's like yeah this is a very lonely time for people right like it's a great time it is for an alcoholic because you can isolate. I mean, it's a great time. Yeah, no one will know. No one will know. How You've would got they know? you exactly. I How mean, if I were an alcoholic know? and I were on, I mean, it is actually a perfect time to be yeah. a drug addict and an alcoholic, right? Yeah. And so the struggle, right, is like it baffles me when new when beginners find um are on, you know, my Zoom meetings and they like have 40 so how, it's they get, how, how do they, they get the password it. how do they find it right how they maybe put, dra- drag themselves out of that yeah. loneliness I, I hope that's not offensive it's like oh it totally but I feel like when I'm isolation. in when I'm in my stuff I'm I'm literally dragging my own self out of it right like so yeah. I, that's my words for how I feel when things are hard yeah oh yes 100 feels like this how well, they actually signed on yeah like because in you could also just sign off. I mean, if you show up yes. in a parking lot and someone sees you and you try and sneak away, yes, someone asks, exactly. right? Like they're like, "Hey, can I help you find exactly. something?" And then you're just in. You're and then you get. In. It's like, no, man, are you okay? Well, and then the next time you're at the parking lot, the same person sees you, right? Yes. Feel, like, yeah. So this is different because if you dip offline, nobody knows I your mean, IP I, address to find I, you again. I even remember the beginning, like going to those meetings went in the beginning days of sobriety, and it was awful i mean silence was crippling to me yeah. not being able to control a room right when when i'm when that's what i'm used to doing yes and i got i my business took off I when i hit my rock bottom <laughs> it was like Whoop. and so i i didn't know what up wow. from down everything you're not supposed to do in the first year was happening to me by like out of you know whatever but it worked you know yeah. and now i live two houses down from my ex-husband who i like adore and you know i have these great relationships that i never thought that i would have but those in the beginning it was absolutely crippling. Whereas I tried to do, oh my God, what was it? FA for food, uh-huh. food anonymous. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I was so angry the first meeting and I just slammed my computer and I was like, I'm never doing it again. That's and it. I went and binged and purged. And, and then I, I found my way back and I did five more minutes Whoa. and 10 more minutes. Right. So like, it's just baby wow. subs. 
that you can accumulate it. The zoom meetings are amazing, but it blows my mind. The people that find. Yeah. What would you tell people who are like, not sure what to do for themselves right now, feeling like they don't know where to find the meeting or they don't know if it's for them or they're just really lonely and scared. What would you, what might you, what would you say? What would you I mean, I wouldn't say this to someone right off the bat that we're Mm -hmm. as sick as our secrets, but if you really truly think about your secrets Mm -hmm. and you have just one person to talk to anyone, anyone, and you, you get it out, you know, Mm -hmm. you start telling your truth Mm -hmm. and wanting to live in your truth. That's becomes the beginning of the first step of I think just sharing and talking about it, you know, um, because essentially you're turning it over and, you know, step one, I mean, I do the program, right. Mm-hmm. Which is the 12 steps. And step one is admitting you're powerless to over alcohol. And I think it's the talking to someone, right. And in that, in the beginning for me, my higher power were those rooms, mm-hmm. right? Entering into those rooms with those people who were telling me what to do. That was God, mm-hmm. right? Like that to me was my form of like what, what that my higher power was. Um, at one point, I think it was my sponsor. Um, at one point, you know, and the best thing my sponsor told me was my first sponsor was, you know, Holly, I don't give a shit what, you believe in, I don't care if it's Jesus Christ as your savior. I don't care if it's a tree. You need to go find a frog that you can find something to turn over to believe in, to believe in your, and it's not you running your own show. It's not you and your thoughts. Cause I am not healthy for me. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? My brain still to, still to this day, it's not like you get recovered and it goes away. Well, it's called recovery, not recovered. Right. Thank you. Yes. Oh, like, that should be why haven't I like seen that on a t-shirt I don't know so we that was it. a good one that was really good like is that <laughs> yes. know, it's like it's I'm pra- it's practice I'm right practice 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 yes exactly and mm-hmm. and like life doesn't get easier right mm-hmm. it's, a, it's life is hard mm-hmm. but it's acknowledging like you know I can do these things I, now. I think the ease is in the, how do I say this? This, because this is a, like in, in, in the grand massive umbrella of our well-being, some, every person has some struggle that they feel powerless against. Now we're talking about a particular kind, right? Yeah. Now, but so um, that, yes, like think circ. I always say this to my page. You've probably, we've talked about this. Like, yes, life circumstances. We're not in this to get the life circumstances to go away. That's not how life works. Right. Life is life. Right. Sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes yes, it's conglomeration exactly. of both. What we're in this work to do is to create a container of wherewithal and peace around that. Mm-hmm. So I can, in the presence of those mm. circumstances. Wow. Yeah show up and not yes. be so in the, now sometimes we get in them and then we come back out. I'm not yes. saying that really big circumstances yes. can be really big. Yes. They could take up all the space in the bowl. Right. That's not wrong or not true or something we can like mind over matter ourselves out of. It's that's 
So, I mean, when we get hard news, it's big, right? When we have a big health thing, it's big, right? When if every it's single how we day, respond. but you said show up, show up, right? That's all that I needed to do up. today. I did not want to do today. Yeah. And we right? did it. Right. Right. My, my, my coping yeah. was talking about it. I told you I'm, I'm so well, we, I'm going to yeah. vomit. I'm so, uh, you know, <laughs> and I felt, yeah. And, and we, but we had, and we knew we had, we had permission to make adaptations because that's yeah. real life and we need to be mm-hmm. flexible. And, and then in that, but yeah, it's the circumstances are like, if we do it again, we're probably going to feel the same way. Exactly. My guess is. Yeah. But like what I'm learning is showing up is the growth, mm-hmm. right? Like, because yeah. when you leave, right. I'm going to be on cloud nine. I'm going to feel so good about myself, right? Like we're doing this, right? And, you know, um, yeah, it's doing the hard things. It's, it's being okay with like not doing the hard things too. It's like, they're there, they're there. It's not going to go. And I do, I think that's like a massive meet. I actually think that's probably a misconception in a lot of places. And I would bet you've looked at that a lot. It's like, okay, day what day are we on? You're in day. I've seen you post this multiple times. Oh, of my sobriety? Yeah. Oh, I what have What day it. we're on? I, I love this. It makes me so. It's beautiful. <laughs> well, because it's like so true, right? Mm-hmm. Um, today. Oh, it's, wouldn't you know it's downloading, but we'll get there. Okay. Oh, That's cool. I am, today is 1,951 days. Okay, right? Yes. And every day you wake up and you choose, you choose to turn over. Yeah, I'd get into my thoughts before I do. I picture, and I mean, this is literally when I close my eyes and I get into a situation, like I I just, um, you know, I picture myself on a roller coaster Uh and I'm sitting in the very, very, very back seat. The back. The very back. The back cart. Yeah. The caboose. Yeah. Okay. And I'm being whipped around and I'm going on the roller coaster, but my higher power is driving it. And I, I am, and it's going to be, it's going to be you're wild. Gonna, and you're right? going to pull in. And then at the end, you're going to pull in. I like and it's going to, it does. Right. And now, it, yes. I'm, and I stay connected. I'm always, you know, that. but I'm sitting backseat to this ride, you know, like this life. And when I, when I can put and serve others and, you know, have it, have it be the, the base of my life, yeah. you know, serving my children. I did not understand, you know, sometimes I'm like, I don't understand how I'm a mother of three. Right. I, I, I wanted them. Yeah. That's not, but you know, you wake up and look, I'm like, like how did God they, give me this responsibility? I mean, wow. this is huge, is right? Strange. Being responsible for children. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? And I and love that. You said it's that. like, what, what was he thinking? I mean, how am I going to, you know, and I could look at all of the, cause in society, yeah. right. Why do I, why do I live two houses down for my husband, ex-husband? There's got to be a problem or how did no, that, I don't you know, know. I don't know. How, I love the way you I don't know how everyone else does it. We go to, we go to like football games and baseball games. And we're like, damn, you're full-time parents. Mm -hmm. Like that must be so hard. (laughs) Like I get a break where Mm -hmm. I can like, look at what I did the week before and be like, this is what I'm going to do next week to be better. And these parents that like 
serve their children. I never understood that until like a couple weeks ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Like it, I'm like, oh, I get it now. They go to this Catholic school. I love ironing their clothes. Really? I love making I love their life. And I never, like, oh, it was all about me. So I mean, me, me. I mean, all these years in sobriety. And it took like a couple weeks ago for me to, well, there's, he, it's, it's, we can't turn back. Like you spent, you said this at the beginning of the conversation, how much of yourself was spent external for yes. so long. So faking it. Faking it. Yeah. So there's a, right. I mean, it's like a physics component, like what goes yes. up must come down hard. So right. if you spend, if I spend an eternity of what right. being for everyone, God, I guess it would be. That and then you there. finally got to turn in at some point mm. and go one day, one day, two day, 23 day. Yeah. Okay, now 1591, right? Like now the, the, the pendulum is swinging and we can come back out and then, then we can find flow because now there's enough of me to be with you. Yeah. Whereas before I had, I didn't, my tank was empty or I, I kind of lost track of myself a little. I couldn't, there was zero. Um, <clears throat> I was functioning outside of my body. So if yeah. we're not in there. Yeah. So now you can, you say it took me this long. It's like, but it took actually in the grant and 40 years of your life, having been actually for much longer, having swung that far outside, mm. it actually was only this only four and a half year, like if you, the ratio on that's kind of wild. Yeah. I see and, what you mean. And I understand that that doesn't mean it doesn't come with like things that you'll be talking about with your children for a long time. I'm not right. like, I'm not devaluing or belittling how no, that I don't for right. all of you. Right. And the next level of forgiveness that will come from like from you to yourself or to, yeah. you know, I'm not to saying my children that. I'm not like, or yeah, I'm not like belittling any of us in our and when in they it. and then when they get older what are they going to I mean it's always our fault right it I mean, always goes back to the parents of course of there course. Where is the, the dynamic yeah and sure. so like what's gonna oh, be I so wonder what is it gonna mine. be I and I like don't even want to go there yeah well I told you I told I've, you you and I've talked about this before, I said I would say to my husband oh my god like it's happening right now right now is the moment Just that I fuck up forever and he goes oh honey like babe don't worry we'll fuck her up and you won't even know how it happened right right I'm like it's not gonna be that moment it's gonna be like that moment when you didn't brush her hair for a school picture (laughs) or something like you know yeah Yeah. totally who knows but but I do love that you're I mean it sounds like actually that is coming there I don't know yeah it's kind of beautiful so thank you well and I mean I'll say this and I'm not trying like it is because of you. Remember the first time when I came to you? Um, and it was, I believe it was the first time when I was sober and I got on your table and I, we, after we were done, I sat up and I mean, first of all, it, it was, it always is an out-of-body experience for me. I, I think there was, there's been one time where I did not have it. Yeah, once. Once. literally one literally I remember that and yeah like what is this I was like I don't know <laughs> yeah it was yes and um but I remember sitting up and being like oh my god 
Yes. Like, yes. This is, I mean, you were like, you were I, squeezing yourself. I, like, I, this is my skin. This yeah. is my body. I'm inside here. Like for the first time mm. I'm inside here. Like I get this body and I went home and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, Oh, like I own this property now. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. So and cool. yeah. So thank you. Oh, welcome. <laughs> thank yeah. you. I feel like we covered so much time. I know. Maybe we'll amazing. do like, a, this may end up being like a part one and two. And then I, love three that. Later. I don't know, but like, <laughs> so if people ever wanted to reach out if you wanted them to, where would you want them to find you? Well, I have Holly, the hairdresser mm -hmm. is, um, on my Instagram mm -hmm. and I, I will kinda, link, I will link. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I do. I post, um, my haircuts and I also yes. do family. You I do, do just keep you up, do days. you know, you've done like, I don't know if I should do separate. It's just worked it's and my working. clients are family. You so you. it just like it's works, working. you know? Yeah. But, um, and then I have Facebook and other than that, I mean, my info is on there, but okay. yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> well, thank you. I love you. This was, thank I love you. you. And this was so like, truly, it's not like, it's not for nothing to come and like speak into the, who knows the it's great abyss of consciousness about Absolute your deep, dark, like your deepest vulnerabilities. So thank you. Thank I love you. you. You're thank amazing. You. And I, love I you know too. it's going to be wonderful. Thank you. And you I, are amazing. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you. And to our, uh, everybody out there who's wondering, you're amazing. Also listener, mm. you are some like you matter. Yes. Life is funky. Life is so funky. It can, it's amazing and funky. Yes. And if you are, if you need, you know, we're, you could DM me or you could DM Holly. If you're like, I especially if you I need matter. zoom meetings, if yeah. anyone's struggling, oh, great. I am happy to give out. I've got morning. I do a 7am every morning when I so wake there up. It is. It's the first yeah. life. we're throwing the first lifeline and you don't have to tell anybody else. It could just be Holly yeah. or me and I'll like get it for you. Yeah. Log in on, even on a meeting and then just listen yeah. and see if, um, you identify it's a great meeting but yeah awesome. thank you thank you i love you <laughs> i thought this conversation was full chock full of amazing takeaways i could only write down 10 because i thought at that point it would just get too much after that so let's do these first 10 key takeaways from holly number one wake up and be grateful for the tools you already have in your pocket Use them every single day. Number two, inauthenticity hurts. Tell any one person your truth, and this becomes the beginning of the first step of sharing and talking about it. Step one is to turn your power over. Step three, there's a desperation in doing life for so long with coping skills that don't work, like people-pleasing, faking a smile, and holding your secrets. This is what ends up hurting us and giving us a pain body. This kind of fake it till you make it will never make it better. Sometimes we're given poor coping skills by the people we love because that's what they have available. Poor coping mechanisms lead to more po poor coping mechanisms. Number four, we're as sick as our secrets. Number five, sometimes the past is fuzzy or foggy. Our pasts can be so overwhelming that it can mess with your perspective of yourself and your reality until we do all that healing work. Number six, let yourself be scooped up by the helpers. One person can make a huge difference in your life. Number seven, telling our truths is an important part of the healing journey itself. When you tell your story, it gives someone else permission to be in their truth. Number eight, 
The growing never ends. It's helpful to accept this. And when the growing is happening, take time to pause and get through it. Showing up is the growth. Number nine, if you want to repair things with your kids, make a clean apology with no blame. In general, if you find yourself blaming, there's probably something to take responsibility for, except for any abuse you have endured. Number 10, to love is so much easier than to hate. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I did. Holly is amazing. You can find her on Instagram. I'll link that up on the show notes as we discussed. Please subscribe, rate, and review unscripted so other people can get this medicine in their back pocket as well. And don't forget, today we have the Wellness Mini Reboot at 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook. You can also catch the replay. And I am really excited that you can join me very soon, so soon, the 27th, for the Wellness Reboot where we'll be kicking our pandemic life over into something a little more regular again and trying to kind of regroup and rebalance as we talked about at the beginning of the show. Don't forget the coupon code for today is early bird. So go to rachelbromberger.com slash learning code early bird for $10 off. And um, we start on the 27th. Registration is open until the 24th. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Unscripted. This is your weekly dose of real talk, deep love, and medicine. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. You take care.